Welcome to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast, where we dive into tactical strategies to grow your business and make an impact on this world. A huge part of success is keeping your mindset and vision on track. So this is a major part of our process and this podcast. Let's do this. Hey, Erin here. Welcome to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast. This week, we have Matt Barnett, CEO and Papa Bear of Bonjoro. Hey, Matt, welcome. Hey, guys. Awesome to be here. So cool to have you here. Matt's coming to us from Australia, one of the many places on my list that I would like to visit. I just think of Australia as this mystical, magical, beautiful land (laughs) that I hope to get to at some point. (laughs) It seems great. Um, Okay, so Matt, we are just going to jump right in. I would love to hear a little bit about yourself and your background and definitely include the start of Bonjoro because I love that. It just is so interesting to me that the video solution that you guys, you guys came up with it to differentiate yourself from the competition and, you know, kind of get over that challenge of connecting with potential clients in different time zones around the world since you guys are based in Australia. So definitely include that part, but basically a little bit about about yourself and how you got started and um, how you got to be where you are today. Yeah, so I'm actually British originally, or, or POM as they call here, calls here in Australia. Uh, moved out here 11 years ago as a younger man to surf uh, every day, which is not how my life has ended up <laughs> these days. <laughs> I'm actually creative, yeah. So I used to be a designer, was an artist in London for many years, um, but always had an entrepreneurial mindset. So I came here, aimed to start a business, started an agency. Um, we had an agency where we dealt with a lot of clients overseas, so predominantly London, Paris, New York. Uh, which when you live in Australia and you're generally about 12 hours out of sync on the time zones, uh, makes getting on calls and the lead conversion slightly challenging. So back in the day, we didn't hold lead conversion through emails and through, through chat. I'm not a copywriter. I'm definitely a jazz hands kind of guy. I like to, I like to jump around and try <laughs> to make people laugh. So a lot of that gets missed when we were doing our own kind of sales stuff. So Testing as you do, trying lots of different things. We decided to try and send uh, individualized videos to every single lead that came into our funnel. So every morning we would get a list. Um, I used to take a ferry to work that would go past the opera house, which is which is pretty pretty cool. So I was like, you know what? I'll get on on video on my, on my mobile, and I'll do a video for every lead we have that comes in, and just introduce ourselves and see if we can get meetings that way. So John Archer from Ogilvy in London would sign up, and I'd do a video saying, Hey, John, this is Matt here, the CEO of the company in Australia. Um, obviously, I'm not in London, but I will be in six weeks' time. Uh, I see that you know you're you're the account manager for Budweiser. We've worked with Anheuser Busch and, and Heineken and everything else, and yeah, we'd love to come and talk to you about the work we've done there and and pitch you when I'm in London. Um, by the way, have an awesome day, and, and here's the Opera House. And so the first piece of comms I would ever get was this video of this guy on a boat who they couldn't understand because the wind was too high. I was half asleep. It would be like five thirty in the morning, be half asleep. There'd be seagulls flying around, um, but they loved it. And we tripled the response rates overnight. People basically came back and said, this is hilarious. You guys absolutely have to come in and see us. And so we ended up getting more meetings out of the back of that. And as a result, more business. Um, and it's all because we just managed to get across like who we were as people in a comm space that was like that was remote because, because of where the countries were. Um, ultimately, one of those clients asked us if they could use this video email system with their customers and we built something they could use. And then some of their customers came in and signed up and then some of their customers came in. And and I guess kind of mid 2017, 
we realized this thing was starting to grow and we put some time into it and then it overtook the original business within about 18 months wow. after that so it was a happy mistake <laughs> a little bit of, with a little bit of a direction behind it yeah and and here we are today those are the best kind of mistakes the happy ones um so we were before we went uh, live with our conversation we briefly touched on COVID-19. And so I, you know, I feel like your company was just set up so well for that, just really well positioned to um, maybe thrive is too strong of a word, but I'm, I'm curious, like uh, how, how did the pandemic or is it, cause it's still here um, impacting your business and how, did you have to shift in certain ways or what was your experience with that? But, so like, so I think, I think the shift was already happening a lot. I'll be honest. I think, so you look at us, yeah, we're an Australian-based business. 95% of our customers are overseas and we're from almost day one. So I think a lot of companies are working remote, remote in terms of like client bases anyway today. And this is not just SaaS companies that us, not just e-commerce, but consultancies are doing, you know, like in the States, in, interstate clients is becoming more and more common. Um, face-to-face meetings are becoming less common. So again, this was happening. It has accelerated this year, I think, especially in terms of how do we communicate with with customers? Um, but at the same point, I think companies are doing this, and more importantly, I think consumers are also hitting a kind of breaking point in terms of the whole like automation, automated emails, and lack of personalization. I I think we were fine with it at first, but I think as we start to move so much of our lives online, both business and personal. I mean, humans evolved as social creatures and you're seeing us hit this point where, where, where we've lost those connections and we're, and now we're starting to kind of bounce back and strive back to get them again. Like we thrive on relationships is how humans are, are meant to be. And so I think, you know, with the rise of infrastructure to support video, uh, video, it's not, it's not video itself. It, it's a fact, it's, it's face-to-face like mm-hmm. communication. Um, that's now e- easy to do. We obviously have um, data networks that support like great video connection, you know, like, again, like here I am in Australia, here you are in the States, and yeah. it's, it's as we're together. So it was happening anyway. The last year, I think, has accelerated it from a psychology point of view. Um, but I don't think it's made, I don't think it's moved as, like, it hasn't, like, it's not like it's shifted on a dime. Again, mm-hmm. like, it was already happening. Grants was already happening. Customers were already asking for better service anyway. Right. It's helped. But the good, the good, like the great thing is, like we were already there. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it was already kind of heading in that direction. Um, anyway, yeah. yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, f- for us, you know, what's interesting is that when we, so we started launching this podcast, uh, I believe it was in March. So right as the pandemic was hitting, uh, at least the states, right. And uh, as you know, we have a whole studio set up here. And so the the first vision of this podcast was we're going to get local entrepreneurs and we're going to get them in our studio. And they're going to be right across from us. <laughs> we're going to have amazing discussions and conversations and, you know, uh, and solve so many problems. And then, you know, COVID hit and I was just like, all right. So <laughs> that's not happening. Um, also, some of the episodes that we batched, nobody cares about what we're talking about for those. So it's a complete shift. And so we shifted to video and um, and just making that face-to-face connection. And so... I just love services like yours, like I had mentioned um, before we started chatting on the podcast, how um, we are chorus creators and uh, Bonjoro just fits right in so nicely, you know, because it's all online, it's all digital. And there's so many chorus creators now that you really do have to have that connection and build that relationship. And so, uh, 
Can you talk to me a little bit about how, I don't know, different companies or um, industries are leveraging Bonjoro um, for their own companies and their efforts? Yeah, sure. So I tend to look at like, I got a customer base, people who get success on video in, in, in two different ends of the spectrum. So on the one end, you have industries that absolutely thrive on relationships where, where trust is absolutely key. So things like consultancies, agencies, legal, CPA, financial wealth management. Um, in these industries where making best first impression absolutely wins you customers. And so using videos to do this like over text and email and, uh, and non-face-to-face pieces um, is crucial. And so for those industries, we use a lot of our things like lead conversion. So like I did in the beginning, when someone gets in touch, like getting back, saying a name, the power of that, showing that you put support and customer focus at the top of your, of your funnel, it's the most important thing to you, holds well and holds true. And again, first impressions do count. Uh, but the other end of the spectrum, we have industries where traditionally there's been very little human contact. And this is things like e-commerce, um, e-commerce companies, online courses uh, to an extent, um, SaaS companies as well. Um, and if you look at this side, now what you have is an industry where where support, service, human contact, relationships haven't been at the forefront. And so if you start to do these in a manageable way, then it's an amazing way to compete against other people within the industry. And back to the point I mentioned earlier about humans wanting social connections, it's incredibly effective, even though you don't think it will be. And so like, I think a good example here, course creators actually, to me, makes sense because each course creator, you are a micro-influencer. You actually like someone that somebody's looking up to, they're reading your material. So when you get a video from that person, like, incredibly powerful. Um, I think maybe another example is something like e-commerce. And this is interesting because it's not a space you would think relationships would ever matter. But if you think, if you run an e-commerce company, it's no longer about selling you know, one $10 item to a customer and that's it. It's a case of, can you sell a $10 item, but can you get them to come back five times that year and buy another $10 each time. So they become a $60 client. And can you get them to go and tell 10 more people? So you get 10 more people like that. So it ends up becoming a $600 client. Can you get them to leave you reviews online? Can you get them to grow you and talk about you? And so that industry, when you sell something, checking in to make sure customers receive that, make sure they're happy with it, and then ask them to go and leave you a, leave you a review on Trustpilot or something else. Again, incredibly effective. And it's worth the time now because that customer will drive more traffic. And it differentiates you from anyone else in the space. So again, like the way to look at this is, you know, are you an industry that relationships are crucial to, in which case video is a no-brainer, like you know this already. Are you an industry where video isn't being used that much and you think maybe actually it's a way to stand out, in which case give it a go and see and see how, how it fares for you. Yeah. And so do you have pointers for people who are like, okay, I really, you know, I need to implement something like Bonjoro into my strategy. Um, if they're leveraging it as a relationship builder or to stand out from a crowd, let's say, do you have kind of um, certain trends or pointers that you could kind of share for people to have a successful engagement rate for their videos? Right, like, like, we're not going too deep into, into different industries. Like, I'll, I'll try to talk high level. Yeah. I think there's two things here. One is, one is obviously the video itself, and, and the other part is, is when to be using the videos. So the way that our system works is we'll, we'll actually plug into, you know, um, any CRM or custom data source, you know, from Shopify to ActiveCampaign, HubSpot, Salesforce, like you name it. So the idea is you actually send these at certain points um, on a journey. So the idea is you get a new lead in, it sends you a notification and says, this is a good time to send a video, and then you do the video. So the, so, so the user is receiving that video within an hour of signing up for something. So again, it's very, very relevant. 
they purchase something 24 hours later it's been delivered and then you wait 12 hours and then send a video again it's it's all timely i still do is to do this at the right time um just high level the areas you might want to look at is, is lead conversion making best first impression um the second stage is what i call activation so for online courses um and SaaS, it's when someone's paid you and they've come on board but they haven't necessarily engaged with your product or material um if they don't engage with it you will lose them as a customer so you use this to make to, to, to sort out the ones that haven't engaged get in touch and say do you need help or here's the next thing to go and do very important um third it's about retention so anyone um who's been with you for a while tell them thank you just mm-hmm. tell them how much they mean to you mm-hmm. unless, they, unless they're longer uh, and thirdly is, is the referral piece which you mentioned in e-commerce but in any industry asking for referrals and, and testimonials in terms of what you do in the video and how you say it the most so two things here timing is 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 key and by building this into your systems you want to be able to you want to be able to send this you know within four hours of of something happening that, that, that is key um so it's relevant um beyond that i wouldn't worry too much um authenticity is crucial depending on your brand um we're we're one on the spectrum like i'll do my videos anywhere like in my kitchen with my kids running around my feet so that we found the more the more authentic more powerful they are um if you are wealth management do do wear the suit maybe drop the tie like i always say take one one step one step more relaxed than you would normally be mm-hmm. um i think if you like that people trust it more and again it will it will, it will benefit the relationship in, in that manner i wouldn't worry too much about looking your best that's not the point of these um next thing is that there's a lot of power in the name so make sure you say the, the person's name um, if they're if you're a b2b company mention the company name if you can say anything else that's specific to them do that um, we'll actually tell you what they haven't had so if you're doing an online course we'll tell you what they haven't haven't engaged with how far they've got maybe you might want to mention hey look i see you've got to stage three but not stage four do you want some help um, but ultimately be yourself don't think about it too much use name um and keep it you know it's 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 it's, it's just a check-in really mm-hmm. you know it's under a minute you know, you can spend less than a minute and get probably 95% of the benefits you could do if you made a half an hour video. Yeah. So your time's important. Stick to that. No, and thank you for putting it that way because I think so many, especially on video, they can get intimidated very quickly and think it has to be picture perfect and everything has to be just right. And But you're right. People appreciate uh, authenticity and just being genuine, you know, and just like just speaking truth, you know, essentially. So thank you for mentioning that because I think that's a showstopper for a lot of people. They're like, if I can't do it perfect, then I'm out, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so... Um, Okay, so I had mentioned earlier that a lot of our um, audience are um, early to mid-growth entrepreneurs. So I was wondering if you had, if you would share any like key learnings or insights you have for others wanting to go out on your on their own, or you know, if there are things that you're like that happen and you're like, well, that was a lesson, you know, as you're like kind of going uh, forward in your journey that might help others out. Right, so many. I make mistakes <laughs> every day. I think right. may that's point. The other thing to talk about is, so like, I mean, depends on your risk profile, but like, don't be afraid of making mistakes. Like the, like we were like, uh, we have a kind of core, I guess, piece of our culture that like we encourage everyone to go and test, test, test. And if you test 10 things, like eight of them aren't going to work. That's just the nature of testing. This is, and this is how you discover and how you move forward. So if you haven't started the business yet, you know, come up with at least 10 different ideas, eight of them aren't going to work. 
one of them might be okay one of them might might be stellar and you don't necessarily know what that one is yeah the one that seems the best might not be so test that when you have the one you think might might, might be the one go and test it with 10 customers you know eight of them might, might not get it one gets a bit and one of them absolutely loves it go go and find 10 more of those and see if that's repeatable um so i think it takes more steps test a lot try a lot of things you're never gonna get you're not gonna have one idea and that's it and then you're made that's not how it works mm -hmm. it is many 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 small steps be okay with that like enjoy that like embrace that um follow that process and you know five years later suddenly you'll be there on your yacht drinking <laughs> whatever it is you want to drink you know <laughs> in the bahamas so i mean like, like, i mean gotta cut it short um but it's many, many steps. There's no, there's no like overnight successes. Like it just doesn't exist. Take lots of steps. If you fail, like it's cool. Like everyone does that. Get a network around you. Find other entrepreneurs, um, other business leaders at, at at your level, and then very importantly, get them like one step ahead. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're just doing a startup, don't don't try and get a mentor who runs, you know, Wells Fargo because 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 they can't help you. They're too far apart. Find find someone who's you know, raise their first fund or got, you know, a thousand customers, you know, if you've got a thousand customers, go and find someone who's got 10,000. Just someone who's got 10,000, find someone who's got a hundred thousand. I just you know, useful to help you see those next steps to help you try and minimize those mistakes. Um, but otherwise, honestly, it's just step by step by step. Mm -hmm. Ad infinitum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is that phrase? Fail forward, you know, and it's, uh, yeah. and I, I, I love uh, folks like you who will actually be transparent and share that because I think for so many they see the success of others and they're having a hard they are on the struggle bus you know and they're just starting out and they have this idea and it just keeps it falls flat on their face and then they just well I guess I'm not made to be an entrepreneur or you know I guess I should just give up and go back to my day job kind of a thing and they don't see that no, it took year, decades, you know, and it took idea after idea after idea for people to actually become successful in what they were doing. Um, and a lot of times what you start out doing, well, you're a great example of this. What you start out doing is not what you end up doing, right? Your business morphs and changes. Most now. of the time. I mean, Slack was what, a video game when they right. first started it? They were terrible at and they were like, oh, I should pretty good at this other thing. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's like our story is definitely not unique. It's kind of common, I would say. Um, I mean, like, 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 I think like the normal thing is to keep going. Yeah, I mean, still understand where to stop and to move on to something else. Um, but that's not just entrepreneurship. That's that's life. Yeah. I mean, just keep going. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. And so we're kind of all about the holis holistic view of business, right? Um, so we always ask people like, what as a you're running a company, you have a family, you have other things going on in your life, so. What is it in your routine, whether it's daily or otherwise, that kind of like help you stay afloat um, professionally as well as personally? There is a, I will say, there's a, is a saying or someone said to me where you know you have like, like family, business, like health and friends mm -hmm. and or social, and you can kind of do like one of those well and probably one other one okay. Yeah. Um, I do think you ultimately have to sacrifice, like you have to make sacrifices and, and compromises. Don't expect to keep everything the same, um, especially bringing family into the picture. Mm -hmm. um, look, I think structure is good. I, I, and this is coming from a creative. Like I'm not a structured brain kind of person like at all. Um, I, I start every day at 5 a.m. That's, that's part of my structure. I do most of my conversations early while I'm alive and have energy. I do most of my important work early and then I structure 
less important work or work I can do without thinking to later on in the day. Um, I'll stop. I'll stop at certain times to spend time with family. Uh, when we have holidays, I and I'll make sure all my team switch off as well. You know, people are asking if they can have a half day on New Year's Day. I'm like, I'm like, it's New Year's Day. Just what are you talking about? Like on New Year's Eve, I'm like, just take the day. Like take the whole time of fruiting Christmas and New Year's and, and New Year's Eve. Yeah, like take the time off, come back refreshed. That will be way more beneficial to the company than you working in that period. I mean, like go have some fun. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think any, any one customer matters. I think you have bad customers, get rid of them. Give your team, empower your teams to, to do that as well. You know, um, I think, yeah, structure, structure's the key. Take the structure you have and, you know, build that into your culture if it's good. Like take structure that your team have and build that into your culture and, and, and take advice from it. Um, but be okay with sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, I do not party anymore. Those days are long, long gone. Dang it, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so you sacrificed your party and got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, are there certain resources you turn to to keep learning? You know, I don't know. Is it like books, audio, podcasts? I think the most important thing is people. So I actually run a network here where we're maybe like 250 founders in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to have a bunch of us who used to go surfing before work at like five in the morning and we end up talking shop and so we end up doing trips and we do a trip every four months um two to the beaches and then one to the snow and we go along and we'd surf and we kite surf and snowboard and then in the evenings we'd have people kind of sit, sit on, a, on a on a chair and tell a story about a fundraiser or an exit or a founder breakup or, or something else difficult or or a new kind of like growth child they then locked um we've run up eight for eight years now uh, it's pretty big and we still get together two or three times a year um, because all of us run businesses and we're all busy. And so we don't get, we don't network anymore. We used to get these networking events and you meet everyone else and you can't build your network and you go. And then when you all start to get success, you're all so busy running your team and your company, that doesn't happen. So we make sure we get together every four months regardless to share the stories and to share the learnings and learn from each other. And this is back to that support I mentioned earlier. Like that's how we learn because there's always someone who's, who's ahead of us. And we also bring in like, you know, younger business people as well who are below us. So we can help them like in the same in the same way in the same method um i read a lot but honestly i get more from that than i get 10 times more from that than i'll ever get from a book yeah Yeah. i mean with i just forget about in-person things so it's like right there is also in-person things we've done it on zoom but but we've done it we did it on zoom we did it on zoom in lockdown you know like we jumped on the evening and and a bunch of people had you know had had a beer or a glass of wine and we just chatted about things you know and some of us had done well in covid some hadn't and so we talked about that a lot uh, but it, yes, it wasn't quite the same, but things will open up again. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, there's always a way. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, it's uh, that's we do something similar over here. We just kind of surround ourselves with other um, business leaders, you know, and kind of help each other out. And I 100% agree. It's like if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to find a new room um, because then that means you're not growing and expanding either. So, uh, yeah. Um, okay, I would love to hear about your as you're looking toward the future, like what's, what's your vision? What are your goals for Bonjour or otherwise? Yeah. So I always say we're not a video company. Uh, we're, what, what we're really doing is helping people do personalization at scale. Uh, and we have a, we have an ethos that we live by, which is to automate processes, but never relationships. And that's kind of defining where we're going next. So we're looking at, 
you know, beyond videos tool, can we help you determine which leads and customers you need to invest human capital in or human time in? Uh, can we tell you which ones are better than other ones where it's more effective? Can we give you different mediums to contact people like beyond this video? Um, different methods to engage and delight them. And then most of all, can we then take all that delight and all those customers now that are having a wonderful time with you and can we turn them into super fans and get them to start to leave reviews and drive more customers? Because if you're doing this stuff, if you're building great relationships, the actual like main benefits, it's not league conversion. It's the fact that when they come in, they will go and tell many, many other people. And yeah, lots of us have advocates, but we don't necessarily utilize them. So we want to see if we can help our customers do this better. No, oh, I love it. And that's going to be, it's, it's more and more of a need um, as we continue to move forward too. Um, so tell us where people can find you online. Uh, so if you do want to try a video, go to bonjo.com, um, have a play. You'll get a welcome video from someone on the team. It could be me. I still do a number each morning. Nice. Um, so if you have any questions, just say hi. We're, we're obviously real humans here and we're here to help. Um, if you want to hit me up, please do. Get a LinkedIn. If you, if you search for Papa Bear, uh, there's three of us and I'm the one in the bear suit. <laughs> so it. hit me up. <laughs> I love the personality. It's so great. Um, okay. Speaking of personality, we end every podcast episode with a fun question. Um, we are total music heads over here. And so we want to know if you could listen to only one music artist for the rest of your life, who would it be? Ah, oh, probably won't know them, but London Electricity. I don't Old know. school British drum and bass. <laughs> <laughs> Usually we know, but I have not heard of that one. Hmm. Uh, it's excellent. I watched, them, I watched them do a drum bass gig where the entire band just played it on actual dull basses and drums. And it was, there's a lot of fluor going on. It was pretty awesome. That's cool. I'll have to check them out. It's So I have a huge family and um, I'm like one of the young, middle to younger of the group. Uh, and so I was exposed to music from an early, early age and all kinds and, and Joey as well. And so when I'm... That one stumped me. I'm surprised, but good, good on you. <laughs> you stumped us with a band. I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link. Do, do. I want to check them out. That's awesome. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. This has been such a fun discussion. I really appreciate it. And you've shared so much insight that I know is going to help so many people in our, our audience. So thank you for being genuine and transparent. No problem. Have a wonderful day, both of you. You too. Thanks for tuning in to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast. To keep the fun going, check out our Facebook group, Start and Scale an Online Business, for even more free trainings and resources from fellow entrepreneurs. If you haven't already, head on over to musclecreative.com and click subscribe to join our email list for our weekly updates. And if you've enjoyed this podcast episode, check us out on your favorite podcast platform to follow us and give us a review. As always, be authentic, bring an insane amount of value, and keep crushing it.